0: Under a night sky sparkling with stars, three company commanders, all vying for promotion to major, stood next to an olive grove and weighed their options. Captain Ian Hodson was the senior officer, though only by a midge, and Galloway had more combat experience, having led a British company in North Africa. Liddell, too, was in the running, but Crowe had made it a competition How they performed in combat would dictate who got the Major's crowns. In this operation he had emphasized that, due to the risk of moving into the fire zone of the artillery barrage, they were not to advance beyond the current line until authorized by battalion headquarters. Ahead of them was a sunken road that seemed to lead right to Ajira, and they knew that for the moment the Germans were unaware of their presence a hard drive by what amounted to about three hundred men, and they might well have the damned place. But they had their orders, sent down from division to brigade to battalion. Only proceed if the plan played out according to the script, which had gone into the shredder within minutes of their crossing the start line. Although the complex and rigid artillery and aerial bombardment seemed to have largely fizzled out, the three captains could not be sure that another phase might not kick in at any moment. Nobody had seen any sign of the medium bombers that should have turned Ajira into a cauldron of fire, so they could only assume the planes were still to come. Time and again their wireless signalers tried to raise someone, anyone, but without success. They needed guidance, Hudson decided and sent C Company's Sergeant Major, D.M. Danny Stillwell to find out why battalion headquarters would not respond to any of their wireless transmissions. Meanwhile, the three company commanders agreed to send forth cautious patrols to test the defenses before Azira. Hodson instinctively believed that not going for Azira with the force at hand was wrong, but they were all just captains, and throwing their three companies into the face of the Germans likely defending the hilltop town might doom them to destruction, and should they survive, such a screw-up would put paid to any dreams of promotion. So the captains waited for C.S.M. Stilwell to return with orders, the sensible decision under the circumstances. From ahead they were continuously harassed by three machine-gun and two mortar positions, Galloway decided something needed to be done about them, and told Lieutenant Harry Keane to wipe them out. As Keane warily led his platoon forward, he heard the sounds of tracked vehicles hurriedly withdrawing. They found the Germans gone. Encouraged, Keane pressed on and actually pushed into the outskirts of Ajira, capturing the Italian district commandant's driver. Damn the communications! The three captains were within a short one-mile charge of Ajira, but they had no orders, no link to battalion. Their men had no food. As always, water was desperately short. They were exhausted by the hard marches under the searing Sicilian sun and the ensuing fighting. You can only ask so much of even the best soldiers. Galloway, Hudson, and Liddell decided they must stay put until C.S.M. Stillwell returned. There would be no bold dash for Ajira.